0: In Parshas Yisro, we have the pasuk that Sarah Shneur made famous with the Beis Yaakov movement, "Kosomar leBeis Yaakov l'ivne Yisrael." So shall you say to the house of Yaakov, and you shall tell to the sons of Israel. Many Mepharshim translate it this way: Moshe should first speak to the women, and then he should speak to the men. In his weekly Parsha class in Beth Yaakov, Denver, Rabbi Meyer Schwab often pointed out that the word visageid, and you should tell, can also mean, and she shall tell. A taf in front of a word can either be, you will, or she will. Hashem is telling Moshe, you give this message to the Jewish woman, and they will teach it to everyone else. What is this message that Hashem tells Moshe the woman will teach? It is not the Asaras Hadibros or the Torah. It's actually earlier than that. And the message is this. You saw what I did in Egypt, and I carried you on eagle wings and brought you to me. And now, if you listen to my voice and guard my covenant, you shall be to me the most beloved treasure of all peoples, for mine is the entire world. You shall be a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. The message the women are entrusted to teach to all of Klael Yisrael isn't one of do this or don't do that. It is one of relationship. I have cared for you completely, says Hashem, and if you uphold our covenantal relationship, you will be beloved to me and treasured by me. This is a precursor to accepting the Torah or learning the mitzvahs, and this is the area of strength of woman. I heard from Rabbi Golfez of Baltimore that Hashem told Moshe to speak to the woman first to build the relationship between the Jewish nation and him, Because the Torah isn't primarily a list of commands, but first and foremost, a relationship between us. It is only once we feel Hashem's loving commitment to us, and after we have expressed our loving commitment to Him, that we are ready to learn what to do and what not to do. Imagine a classroom where the teacher is constantly focused on the rules, entering in her grade book, who has earned points, who has lost points, and what privileges go along with those points. Contrast that to a beloved teacher whose relationship with her students is so strong that her gradebook doesn't even need to be out on the table. The students obey the same rules, but it's as a direct result of the loving bond between them and their teacher. The same is true in our families. If we want our children to follow our rules, we would be wise to focus on our relationships first. For a small practical demonstration, try this. When you want to ask your child to do something, follow the following three steps to reinforce your connection before making your request. One, make eye contact with your child. Two, smile at them and get a smile back from them towards you. Three, ask them something that gets a nod or a yes from them, something they can agree to, like, are you having fun? Finally, step four would be state your request. I learned this from developmental psychologist Gordon Neufeld. Eye contact, smiles, and agreement tap into the connection we have, and then our children's obedience can come as a direct result of our connectivity and relationship. Give it a try. Hashem has entrusted us with the ability to build relationships between Him and B'nai Yisrael and between us and our children. These relationships are the underpinnings of everything else. Have a wonderful day.